Dave Moore on Today FM podcast. It's Today FM, it's Dave Moore and I am chatting to Richard Hammond, co-creator and star of The Grand Tour. Let's talk The Grand Tour, Richard, because it is such a phenomenon. It has been so successful since the move from its previous incarnation and all of that. And it came and gave you guys, I think, an extra bit of freedom and probably an extra bit of excitement and impetus and whatever. And that's why we got the, the shows that we got. Uh, the sad news is obviously that it's it's winding down, uh, but I wouldn't say winding down. It's going to explode <laughs> in a giant fireball of something, I think. But how do you feel having come this far uh, with a show like The Grand Tour and know that, you know, we are we are approaching its, its finality? Oh, man, it's mind-blowing. We had no idea when we set out 23 years ago to start designing our version of Top Gear. Don't forget, it's a BBC brand that we took over. We had custodianship of it for a bit, and we turned it into the show we turned it into. We had no idea it was going to do what it did. It just, the world got carried away. Um, (laughs) And we decided early on, as once it became obvious that's what was going to happen, we thought, okay, well, we couldn't have any control over how it took off because that wasn't, we didn't design it as that. Yeah. But we did want to retain control of how it landed. And we wanted to have control of when and where and how it landed. And we have. But beyond that, we haven't thought about that bit yet. Because these shows are so big to make. The one we've just finished, Sand Job in Mauritania, that is, it's a huge task. It is. You've got to get all of us out there. And there's a huge amount of work before we even get boots on the ground. When we do get on the ground and we say action and we spend two weeks making this thing, that's not the end of it either. When we say rap, then the rushes have got to come home thousands of hours of them. They've got to be gone through the editing processes, meticulous and incredible and where a lot of the magic happens. It's got to be graded. So it looks spectacular. We've got to record the voiceover. Then we've got to get to the point we are now where we've got it on a velvet cushion and we're saying to the world, um, here it is. A great many of us have put a lot of effort into making this. We really hope you like it. So it's, it's an enormous process that we're still occupied with. You're still occupied. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. And look, I'm lucky enough to have seen, uh, Sanjab. It is, as you said, even we can't say too much, obviously, for our, our audience who, A, haven't seen it, but we, we don't spoil anything. But even the process, as you said, of getting you and your cars to Mauritania, that in itself is one of the most spectacular shots. You know the one I'm talking about, the very long drone shot. Oh, you can mention the train thing. OK, like there's literally, I think it's the, the biggest train. It's the biggest thing I've ever it's seen. It's kilometres long. It was mind blowing. When you see those shots. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's going to be over. No, it's still going. And standing yeah. next to it was the same. We loved I t- t- that was a great way to start the show because we made a couple during lockdown and COVID and all of that. And we were really pleased with them. Don't get me wrong. I loved those shows sure. because they were kind of Grand Tour unplugged because we couldn't take our vast crew to an unusual, hard to reach part of the world. Yeah. We so we we actually reverted to focusing on. The heart of the show, which is the you know, the relationship between us three, the banter, our relationship with cars, actually. Mm. And we fired all of that up again. And the shows were good for it. And we could carry that forwards into this. But we could also unleash, once again, the bunch of geniuses that we've worked with for two decades to go and say, right, there you go. There's somewhere that probably nobody watching has ever been. Yeah. Now capture it and deliver it to their t- televisions. And thankfully, they, they didn't disappoint so it was an absolute delight to be able to, it was a that was why it's a great way to open it by saying here's something you've never seen somewhere you've probably never been the fact that richard hammond didn't even believe mauritania was a real place was one of my highlights <laughs> yeah, of I genuinely, genuinely did yeah i thought it was, i thought that's where they you go through the back of the wardrobe yeah you're in mauritania <laughs> 
That's it's right, almost it? true. It's almost true. Yeah. No, no. No, not when you have to make the journey there and everything that goes on beyond it. Um, it is a long way away. Um, look, you've obviously, you know, had some high profile accidents. I even think about the last uh, series when James, you were in the tunnel in, in Sweden. James, James crashed before we'd begun. Literally the he first thing into you the tried. barrier. I know yeah. he's getting old and forgetful. <laughs> but I think he just needs to trundle around in a Peugeot. It will suit him. Slowly. It will. Yeah. He's ready. It's time. But, but isn't that actually, though, you know, a part of the reason why, in all seriousness, you know, you would consider ending on a high, as it were, but also ending when you're all relatively fit, young men. Uh, no, no, who, no. I mean, the timing yeah. is just, look, we'll we'll get into that when the time comes. And as sure. I, I keep saying, we're still in the thick of it. So we just haven't thought that far yet. We right. know we know we're delivering this show. And as I say, the process still isn't over. It's still not over now because now we've got to talk to everybody talk about, about it. it. We've yeah. been to Mauritania, yeah. we've done this show, and then we're going to, what do you think? And don't imagine just because, you know, the, the, the unit, the film unit became big and the budgets are big. Um, we don't swagger about and just drop the film and say, there you go, well, I don't care what you yeah. think. We do. And when I say we, that's not just us three, four of us, including Wilman. Sure. Um, it's everybody, mm. everybody involved. And you can tell. You can genuinely tell. Like it's so it's... our heads are just in that. We just yeah. want, we just want to we want to get through this bit and say to the world, there it is, it's our homework. We really hope you like it. Well, having seen it, I can guarantee fans will absolutely adore it. It's it's brilliant. It genuinely is brilliant. Uh, Richard, there are so many things I need to ask you. One of the things is I'm a collector. I collect guitars. Right. You collect cars and motorbikes. Can we just very quickly see who has the most? I just want to see if I can tell my wife that I'm not as crazy as I seem. So, so we're I talk, I'm talking numbers here. Numbers, just numbers. Are we going to be honest or are we going to lie? I think I want to be honest because I want you to put me to shame and therefore her to think, okay, you're not, you're not so crazy. I got you. Okay. So I have 80 guitars. Oh, you got it really bad. Yeah, I know. I was braced to lie and reduce my number. But you're going no, to be honest. I've got, I've got 35 motorbikes and about 20-something cars. Oh, no. I, I've got more. Yeah, you're in trouble. Oh, I'm did serious. You, did trouble. you buy anything in the Mark Knopfler sale? No, I was tempted. And then I saw a guitar the, from uh, Money for Nothing go for £480,000. and went, you know what? I'm going to leave that one. <laughs> yeah, my brother and Nick and I went to Christie's to go and look at them before wow. the sale. And we were looking around the estimates. The one Gibson that went for five fifty. It was estimated it estimated it about so ten to twenty. And my brother is a stockbroker; he's a man of means. Yeah. And he was thinking, oh, I might, might stick it in my hand in my pocket. What's this? That's over half a million quid, mate. Oh. Yeah, I'd, have, I'd have to sell a house, and my wife would notice that. That, that would yeah. definitely be some notice. Because going you'd be on sitting there. around the dining table. You, I'm getting wet. <laughs> We're outside now. I do have to wrap up very quickly before I go. I ask this question to all my guests, and I know it's a little odd, Richard, but just go with me for a second. Do you, Richard Hammond, wash your legs in the shower? Because I don't. What? Where did what? Where did that? Where did that come from? Um, now I, I, I'm afraid I do because I have oh. quite I have quite woolly legs. Okay. I'm not an, I'm not a hairy man generally, but, but I do legs. have I have woolly legs, and I, I, I give them a little shampoo. Okay. I, mean, I don't condition them, but you no, know, I, sure. I, I, I do. That's an odd question. It is. I know I'm an odd guy. Never been asked that. That's a success for me. 20, 20, 23 <laughs> years of doing this, and I, I've been I've been in interviews all over the world, literally, and I've been asked some pretty odd things. That one, 
is a first. Thank you, Richard Hammond. Uh, listen, congratulations on the Grand Tour. Absolutely love it. Everyone's going to love it when they see it. Thank you so much for talking to me today. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Have a great day. Enjoy the rest of the show. Dave Moore on Today FM podcast.